Welcome. You're listening to The Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello, friend, and welcome into this Quotable Monday. Today we're going to talk about German philosopher Immanuel Kant. Now, he has an entire philosophy about how to be an extraordinary human being, but there has been one maxim that has informed my life more than any other. I've referred to it over and over again ever since I was in my 20s. And this is what it is. Live your life as if every action, every behavior became the law of the land. Live your life as if every behavior, every choice would become the law of the land. Now, what does that mean? Using this maxim to guide your life actually has you looking at your own internal moral compass, your own sense of ethics. And so you can, by using this maxim, access your own internal references without doing a lot of in-depth analysis about what you believe or what, what's your philosophy. For instance, when I was younger and I would consider, I would consider cutting corners, you know, I was either tired or I didn't want to go the extra mile and see something all the way through, I would say, well, who's going to know? And then I would reference Kant's universal maxim. If this action, if cutting corners became the law of the land, would it be a world that I would like to live in? What if my auto mechanic cut corners? What if my doctor cut corners? The surgeon cut corners? What if they did just enough and they didn't do an excellent job? Would it be a world I would want to live in? Well, no, it would not be. Over the years, I've had clients that have either cheated on their partner or were considering cheating on their partner. And I would ask them, if your partner had equal ability to cheat on you as well, would you still cheat? I mean, if it's okay for you, it's got to be okay for them, right? Well, most of them would say no, that they didn't want their partner to cheat on them. How I always found it interesting how people compartmentalize their behavior. Well, it's just me, or it's just this circumstance, just this once. Or they'll never know. My partner will never know. But if they were allowed to cheat as well, if it was an open agreement, if you cheat, they can cheat. There's no binding agreement between you two. Or take it even further. Let's say it becomes the law of the land. No one holds themselves accountable. There is no integrity. If they make an agreement, it's okay. They can break it. Who's going to know? Now, something I didn't realize when I was younger that I realized today, that utilizing this universal maxim, actually asking the question, what if this became law of the land? Would it be a world I would want to live in? Would it be a society that I would want to be a part of? And while it's easy to look at, you know, when you're lying or cutting corners or breaking agreements, no, no one really wants that to be the law of the land because with no integrity, nothing really works. I mean, if you can't count on a person's word, if you can't count on people following through, then you're going to be suspect of every interaction you have with another human being. But we have a certain amount of trust, and that trust is typically reflected on how we show up. Are we trustworthy? The more trustworthy we are, the more we trust other people. But this is all in the action, in the behavior. 
what I didn't realize when I was younger is the energetic impact of doing things or compartmentalizing your behavior and then expecting something different from other people. For instance, in those people that cheated on their partner, thinking that they'll never know, they'll keep it secret. What they don't realize is the energetic impact that it creates on your relationship. The other person does know on some level. They may not know consciously. They may have an inkling. They may have a, they may suspect it. They may be questioning it, or it just may undermine your connection even further. The other thing that this quote has done for me or following this edict has done for me is that it has expanded my perception to extend beyond the immediate impact or immediate effect to what is the long-term consequence of this action or behavior. In other words, what's the fallout of the fallout? The other awareness that developed over time that one cannot perform subpar in one area of their life and not expect it to impact every other area of your life. You probably have heard the quote, how you do one thing is how you probably do everything. This is a reference to universal consistency. By and large, the human mind has a commitment to maintain consistency in one's beliefs and actions. Comparing this to Kant's categorical imperative, the idea that we should live and behave in accordance with our own internal compass if this was to become law of the land. When we question, would I like to live in the society that would have this action be the law of the land, we're tapping into our own internal conscience, our moral compass. And if we make a decision in that moment to not do it, in order to be in alignment with that internal compass, that internal moral set, then we are maintaining the consistency of our inner beliefs. Now, I do want to state that this is not a black and white argument. It's not definitive because there are gray areas in which we behave. For instance, I had a client early on in my coaching career. He had a belief if someone that he was riding with broke the law and drove faster than the posted speed limit, knowing that they were breaking the law, from his perspective, if they were willing to break that law, then they couldn't be trusted with anything. I thought that position was rather extreme, although I get the sentiment. It's that whole idea, how you do one thing is more than likely how you do everything. And this is where we start to rationalize things because it may not seem like a big priority to drive exactly the speed limit. You might exceed it by maybe five five miles per hour, five kilometers per hour. But if you're driving more than 10 kilometers per hour, 15 kilometers per hour, miles per hour, then I would question your ethics. I would question how you do other things in your life. Where do you bend the rules? Where do you think you're above the rules? Because if you start driving that much faster than the posted speed limit, chances are you're putting other people in danger. You're inconveniencing other people for your own wants and needs. Of course, this is my own assessment, and I'd have to dig deeper and, and ask more questions in a variety of areas to really find out if that's true. But it does have value as a theory, as a hypothesis. If you see a behavior going on in one area, you start looking and is this happening in other areas too? For instance, it's a red flag if you start dating someone and you find out that they're lying about something. They're telling a story. They're fabricating the facts. 
And in that moment, the story might not seem like it's that big a deal. It has no real consequence. But that even is a bigger red flag. If that story has no real consequence, why are they why are they lying? Why are they fabricating the facts? How are they going to behave when it's something really important? Can they, could they be trusted to actually deliver the truth without coloring it, making it seem some other way than the way it is? Let's apply the universal maxim. If this became the law of the land and everyone could fabricate their own stories, embellish things, where would be the truth? What could you count on? Would that be a world that you would want to live in? Probably not. This is actually something that I've reflected on myself. When I was younger, I used to embellish the story, embellish the facts to make myself seem more important, to make things seem, I guess, more entertaining. But I saw that as problematic. One, when I'm telling this story and I'm embellishing, sometimes I forgot the details of what exactly I was embellishing, who I told what to when. It just became a lot of trouble keeping track of the embellishments. But when I ran it through the universal maxim and I asked myself, would I want to interact with other people that were also embellishing the story, not telling the facts or telling it in a different way in order to make themselves look better? I realized I was doing it to make myself look good, or I thought I was making myself look good. Bottom line, I stopped it. It wasn't worth it because it was not a world that I wanted to live in. Now, there's another idea that runs tangent to this quote. It's not exactly aligned with it, but it's similar in the idea. And this is when we think that we're going to get away with something, that it's just us, it's just this one time. And I like to ask the question, would it still be permissible? Would you still be okay with it if everybody knew, if it was plastered all over Facebook, all over social media, if it was on the headline of the newspaper, I used to say headlines of the national newspaper, no one reads the newspaper anymore. But if it was all over Facebook, if it was all over the internet, would you still go ahead? Would you feel good about your decision? Could you, would you stand behind that job and say, yes, that was me and feel proud of it? Or you say, yeah, that was me and not let it bother you. You might not be proud of it, but it wouldn't really affect you one way or the other. If that's the case, then I would say, go ahead. Now, let me clarify that second example. Let's say you might not be proud of it, but it wouldn't really detract from who you were. Let's say that I was did something bold. Maybe I did a TikTok or a video and I put myself out there. Maybe I did a song and dance or... And a lot of people laughed at her. They looked at me. It didn't have the effect that I wanted. I'd be okay with it. I'd be okay with making the mistake. I wouldn't necessarily be proud of it, but you know, you get the idea. I wouldn't let it damage my self-esteem. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to embrace this quote, embrace this, this questioning. And if there's anything in your life that you're doing that you might not want to get caught doing. It's kind of on the down low. I don't know if it's texting somebody or having conversations with somebody that maybe you don't want made public, or it might be behavior. Maybe you know that you're cutting corners in a particular area and ask yourself, would I be okay if this became the law of the land? Would it be a society? Would it be a culture? Would it be a family dynamic that I would want to live in? And if you're hiding something from a significant other, Pretend that they're also doing it, or they have the permission to engage in it also. And then there's even a more interesting way to think of this. 
I had a client many, many years ago that had a mistress. He said he was in love with her. He didn't want to leave his wife. He only saw his mistress every, like once every three months, and he they would steal away a weekend together. He traveled on business, and he just thought he was making it work. But when I reflected to him, he can't expect himself to have behavior that he could not allow his wife to engage in. And so she would also have the permission to have affairs, break the marriage vows. I mean, if you're going to break them, let's break them, right? And so I told him, let's imagine she's not just going to sleep with one guy. He's going to sleep with a dozen guys, a different one every weekend, or maybe two or three partners at a time. And I added, after all, if you're going to break the marriage vows, you can't really put parameters or put guidelines on how they break it, right? They have free reign. And he said, I guess you're right. But the feeling made him sick to his stomach. He said, I never considered the fact that I was in some way giving her permission also to cheat on me. After that conversation, he ended up breaking it off with his mistress. Again, apply this question. You're going to make this the law of the land to anything, any behavior that you are questioning or you're you're saying to yourself, it's just me, it's just this one time, or who's going to know? Doesn't really matter. It's not that important. Just run it through the question process. Run it out. What's the consequence? What would happen if this became law of the land? If everybody did it, would it be a society? Would it be a family? Would it be a culture that you would want, a world that you would want to live in. Well, that's it for this episode. This is your friend and host, Daniel Danovi, urging you to follow your bliss, live your life from inner signals, be inner directed as you engage in the epic adventure. 